Hello, 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 everybody. Back for the fifth episode of Planet Firebomb Radio. We are here. This is the number one Miami Heat fan in the world, Brandon and Mr. Aries Firebomb. Period. <laughs> Period. Back again. All right. So, so, go ahead. Well, you know, as we do, uh, as we start off, we always talk about what's been going on these last couple of weeks. So, we're going to start with our little check in. So, how have you been? You know, I've been going through it <laughs> these past few weeks. Yeah, it's me too. been between wedding stuff, which is in like two weeks. So, yeah. Oh I think the next time, yeah, the next time we record is like the week of the wedding. So that'll be that's gonna be crazy. Um I know. So I'm excited for you. It's it's been a lot of that. It's been trying to get everything situated as far as like our centerpieces and stuff. We ain't had no money because we've been trying to pay all these deposits and rent and all these other bills, but now we're good. Like, so now we just gotta get like little stuff out of the way. Um, I'm so excited. Like a bunch of people couldn't make it. For yeah. a bunch of different reasons, but you know, Planet Firebomb has so much other cool shit coming up, which we'll get into later on in this episode. That I'm not even tripping about that. Like times is tough for everybody. I just want to make sure that you know people still feel included who couldn't make it. So the mixes I make, I'm gonna probably send out to the folks who couldn't make it, so they can at least party with us in spirit. Of course. And yeah, next things on the list is like doing our little centerpieces, figuring out like our second outfit we're going to change into. And then I'm doing a cookout um, that Sunday in our backyard. So we got to get the backyard. Well, I'm paying somebody to get the backyard together. because <laughs> I, <ain't> <laughs> I ain't doing all that. I know. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're going to do that. And then, you know, get some like stuff to throw on the grill. It probably won't be nothing like super fancy, just like burgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. Cause shit, y'all just got an open bar the previous day. What else do you do? I'm a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Club Renaissance. But, <laughs> so yeah, so that's what like I've been like, yeah, things have been up and down, like ebbing and flowing. And I feel like I'm finally seeing that light at the end of the tunnel like that we're getting there we're getting there we still got a long ways to go but i'm feeling optimistic what about you ciao um i'm getting there you know i'm getting to where you are right now in terms of optimism I, i've had a rough two weeks i don't want to get into it too much but just for a long story short i just want to thank the people who have taken the time out of their busy ass lives to help me with everything that I've been dealing with, um, the support, whether it was financially or just emotionally, like I'm just truly grateful for the friends like you um, that I have um, in my life. Um, because let me tell you something, I was going through it. Um, and thankfully, you know, I had my practices that I had learned from my uh, therapy, which I'm now, I have now officially restarted. So yay, clap, clap. I clap for that because let me tell you something, I was avoiding it because of money, but my insurance has, you know, figured it out and I'm basically paying pennies for it as I should be anyway, because bitch, it's trauma. Come on, get me through it. Hello. Um, yeah. So I'm drinking my water, you know, I'm watching my shows on the side of just doing my thing and working and stuff. But um, I've been, I've been better these last couple of days. My team just won um, <laughs> game seven and we're going to the NBA final. I know a game in a sports how, but um, I'll, I'll, go to, I'll get a little bit more into that later. Um, but I've started American Born Chinese on Disney Plus. Ooh, I'm and start that soon too. It is very good, and it's better than a Marvel Studios movie that Ooh. featured Asian characters. But I'm not even going to get into that just yet. And um, From, which is an MGM Plus show, I believe. It's a little scary horror um, with, I, I believe his name is Harold From. I just know his, I don't know his last name perfectly, but I know his name is Harold. I, I don't know if y'all remember. Perino. Perino. Yes. Yes. From Lost. Um, that's where I know him from. And Oz. 
Yes, Oz. And uh, what was, wasn't was he in Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And, in drag and killing it. Um, <laughs> Shout out to him. But yeah, it's a good show. It's a it's it's a little bit of a slow burn the first couple episodes, but there's still some scary stuff in there too. Um, I haven't finished the first season yet. It's crazy, but yeah, ugly white people all around. Uh, just so that y'all know, so lots of jump scares there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, there was that. Um, but yeah, speaking of entertainment and stuff like that, I saw The Little Mermaid. Have you seen it? Uh, I couldn't see it this weekend because I'm going with Tim. Tim really wants to see it. Um, so we're going to go tomorrow, probably. I just asked him if he would like to go. So I want to see it this week. I've been hearing some really good things about mm-hmm. Hallie and how she killed it. I even heard good things about Melissa McCarthy as mm-hmm. Ursula. I heard everything else, though, was just kind of like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> But I heard those two did an amazing job and that the changes that they made to the story were like actually good changes to the story. And yeah, I'm super excited. Like Little Mermaid has been was one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. I really loved that. I really loved Aladdin, um, The Lion King. Like I, I was a Disney kid. Like what kid in the 90s didn't watch a Disney movie, you know? So Right. I, I practically had the entire collection growing the up. The entire collection. And I bought The Little Mermaid on Blu-ray way back when they released it from the vault in like, what was that, 06? <laughs> oh, yeah. And they called yeah. it the Diamond Edition and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and they were just all like, hurry before it's gone forever. And then like mm-hmm. years later, it's on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> but I'm super excited. What were your thoughts on it? Well, let me tell you, um, without spoiling anything for you, I mean, obviously, you know, the story and stuff like yeah. that, but um, without getting, giving too much away from the performances and stuff, um, I was just blown away by Hallie. Uh, first of all, the girl has a future, and I know the racist people are mad because the girl showed out for the box office, of course, sure on Memorial Weekend. I, I don't know what y'all were thinking. People were just going to sit in their backyards and be mad all day. No, girl, they went to go see The Little Fucking Mermaid and they had a great black-ass time. Um, Melissa did great. Did she look great entirely in the face department? I'm going to say eh on that because I there's a little controversy that's been swirling online and a lot of queer people have been chiming in because the person who did Melissa's makeup in the movie was apparently straight. And the eyebrows <laughs> on her were very crooked um i believe willem from drag race said that um they need to take a 23 and me test or something to determine <laughs> if those eyebrows are related and i absolutely agree that uh queer artists i'm sorry like it's no shade all t we 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 know what the fuck we're doing when it comes to professionalism especially when it comes to being an MUA. and honestly i feel like someone of that caliber could have done a better job um, not to say that they did an absolutely horrible job on Melissa, but there were definitely visible flaws seen behind the scenes that I saw. But um, everyone else did great. The... It was was it giving like Heidi in closet during her original season? Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, I would Perfect. say that. Um, yeah. So so you know a baby drag queen got a it. baby drag queen exactly because she definitely emulated. She had the energy. But it wasn't her, her. It wasn't her fault for what was lacking. I'll just say that it wasn't <laughs> Melissa's fault. Um, but Javier did good. Uh, I've loved Javier since I've like formally been introduced to him. Because I'll be honest, the first time I saw him was um, Skyfall, and then I started watching his previous work after that. And I'm like, that man just has an attractive voice about him. I don't know. It's just very sensual. You know, it drags you. <laughs> he's hot as fuck okay I'm not that's why his wife loves him <laughs> <laughs> okay because you remember that scene with daniel craig in in 007 he was like he was you know it was getting very homoerotic it was uh <laughs> for those who have seen it but yeah um little mermaid was cute and i had a good time and i i definitely choked up a little bit i didn't cry like ugly cry like some other people did <laughs> in the theaters and seeing the people reaction and the little girls, you know, being happy and hugging her at the, at the screenings and stuff like that. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but anyway you know that was that was that but I definitely recommend it for all of you and speaking of other things that we've seen did you watch the PlayStation Showcase? I sure did and you know what I want to hear your thoughts I um you can't see me but I'm giving like Wendy Williams face right now with kind of like you know um you know clap if you love mediocrity like <laughs> listen listen I have been a PlayStation fan since 1998 since I was 10 years old and got my very first PlayStation for Christmas. And I can tell you the games I got. I got Rugrats, Parasite hey. Eve, um, and Tomb Raider 3. Those were my three games that I got. I love that. And <laughs> I played the hell out of them. I, I finally felt, because PlayStation was that system when we were kids that like, yeah, everybody had like a Nintendo. Everybody had like a Sega or like an N64. But since PlayStation had the discs and you could play like CDs and stuff, that felt more like a more mature console like to me it felt like oh i'm not playing kitty games anymore i'm playing like cool stuff like what the teenagers were playing and things like that and it just felt very everything felt fun and fresh and i guess what i'm what i'm getting to is that the gaming industry as a whole right now it just seems very meh i feel like people are so focused on doing these triple a big budget games that cost damn near a billion dollars to make when they're not even really all that much fun to play like mm-hmm. i can but to get back to stay on topic of playstation then we can get into the, like the other shit in a minute like mm-hmm. i we haven't heard playstation's been silent for like a year pretty much yeah. I, when was the last showcase i can't even remember but it, i want to say it was last year or maybe earlier this year like around january february i think and yeah, and that was just a regular state of play for like what Resident Evil or something or or Street like that. or Street Fighter, one of the two. But outside of like doing little stuff like that, like I, there's so many games that have been in the works that I I want to hear about. And this is, I noticed with Sony and with like Xbox and like all of these other like multi platform game companies, they do a lot of CG trailers, CGI trailers to get people interested and invested and they're usually like these short little minute-long trailers just like oh coming like 2025 or you know fall 2023 and then you don't see anything else like we finally got to see spider-man 2 and it looks amazing it looks great um some people are complaining that you know it it looks like a cross-gen game which you know it probably started out that way and they then they wanted to like focus solely on PS5. I'm not going to fault Insomniac like that. I know they're going to turn it out. I was just about to say, um, sorry to cut you off, but like oh, Insomniac said, um, you, you know, this is not the final product or anything like that. They're still polishing things up and still making corrections and stuff. So you might see something different when you get the game like probably October, September. Right. And, 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 I'm, and I'm okay with that. Like I, I fully understand that, but for me and that was like the only big thing where i was just like wow great we finally get some meat (laughs) with this with this meal because it's like and then the only only other thing that looked interesting to me um was alan wake 2 and only reason that looked interesting to me like yeah i played the original i never finished it but in this one we actually get a black woman protagonist and i was like wait a minute we get a black woman in a survival horror game oh i'm buying it no matter what me too (laughs) like yes i am very much i root for everybody black for the most part (laughs) her hair looks great her hair looks looks great great. i did some research on the actress she's been in a couple of different things um she's gonna be in bad boys 4 like she's filming right now um which she shouldn't be because they on strike but you know oh hey shout out to the writers shout out to the writers we are we are pro around here Yep, actors too. So I'm like, hey, get in where you fit in. But I don't know. Like, I just was whelmed. Like, I feel like we are going and we're we're in year three of PS5 right now. And I'm not really excited for anything. We don't know what's coming 
next year, you know, 2025, like in the stuff that's coming this year is like what we have street fighter on Friday. Then we have, uh, something else next week. I don't know what, but then the week after the week of the wedding, actually there's like final fantasy or as I like to call it, Aryan fantasy 16. And, oh, um, <laughs> she didn't lie. You didn't lie. Yeah, and the reason I call it that for listeners not who don't know or who don't care shit about video games, um, the creator of this specific title, uh, people were asking why there were no black or brown people in this. And he said because it's based off of medieval Europe and that there were no people of color in medieval Europe, which we all know was a lie because... Who do you think taught you how to watch your ass? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's all of that. And at in medieval times, you know, black and brown people were actually wealthy because white supremacy had not taken roots around the world as heavily as it is now. I mean, it had, but don't get me wrong, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm going off topic and I know Emily's like, wrap it up. But <laughs> the silent producer who ain't here. But... <laughs> But no, and it's just like outside of the oh, and then we have Diablo four, which I am excited about. Um, I do love playing a good Diablo. What I really love doing is like having all of my other friends play, and then they give me all of their weapons once they're at level like fifty, and I'm at like level ten. So, I'm, I don't know, I'm just whelmed. What about you? I'll tell you what I I've enjoyed some of the games and emphasis on some of the games that have been showcased so far um i'll tell you one for example uh destiny i've been getting back into destiny i've been playing with some of my friends um on the weekends and i'm planning on getting the lightfall dlc when i get my coins in order because the dlc is on sale right now for like 20 percent what was it 40 percent off or something like that so yeah i'm gonna buy that shit and the next the last one i think before they start working on the third game is going to come out 2024. Um, but I saw some things that interested me, like uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll probably get that on clearance. No shade to them. Um, you know, Street Fighter 6. Initially, I wasn't I wasn't going to get up initially, but I think I'm going to pick it up um, um, probably soon, probably before the end of July or something. But I've seen nothing but great reviews for the game. I think I, I saw IGN give it a nine or something like that, um, which is always good to hear. Um, I mean, anything that gives you um, a range of diversity and lets you create badass black bitches, of course, you're going to get a good score. Um, but that's just tea. Um, so I'm looking forward to that game. Playing as Kimberly, too, because that's my girl. Um what else? Uh, I saw Bungie's working on another game. I think it's called Marathon or something. It looks like a shooter. Um, yeah, I'm not really excited about that. Yeah, it's a p- player versus player like shooter, and I guess it's a reboot from like a Mac only game they had in the '90s. Their their very first game, which led them to like Halo. So I I'm looking forward to it, but I'm I'm so over like PvP like shooters like that like online games as a service shooter like i would love for them to like make a game like that and like have the entire thing be co-op or something and where i could be like hey brandon you want to jump into marathon with me and then we go do some like either single player or multiplayer stuff and then go about our business but like destiny was good at that from the time i played destiny like i was cool with that but how many games are we going to get like that there's Overwatch, there's Apex Legends, there's now Marathon, and then there's another one. What was that other game that Square Enix showed at the um conference? The the Foam Stars. Right. And, which was the same thing. And then there I, thought was I, I thought it was Splatoon. I thought it was Splatoon too. And then there was another one that did look interesting that Sony is doing, but it was kind of like this Gen Z like bank heist game. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and that looked interesting, but it's like, damn, we're getting like the same games just reskinned, and it just feels, I don't know, the stuff feels boring now. But I cut you off, so go ahead and say what you were gonna say. No, it's okay. I'll just be honest with you. Like, I agree. You know, we're in year three. Um, where are the 
console exclusives, everything that I really want to play is also for PlayStation 4. And y'all going to have to do better with that, for real. Because the stop trying to emulate stuff that you're charging us $70 for because now you're starting to piss me off. Hello? <laughs> for real, PlayStation. Because I've been rocking with y'all for most of my entire life. And I don't feel like I'm getting a lot of payback here. I'm just being real. Um, but y'all gonna have to step it up and figure it out. Go in the break room. <laughs> I don't know. Do something. And y'all coming up with these uh, a new uh, hand, uh, bootleg uh, PS5 Switch and some uh, PlayStation Air- AirPods or something. Y'all not getting my money for that. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. Um, maybe the... Maybe the switch looking thing, maybe in the future, but if it's only usable with Wi Fi, what the hell is the point? And that's the thing like Project Q, like it's just a screen with like dual shock five, dual sense controller thingies on the side. And I'm like, Um, okay, mm -hmm. why would I know in Sony? Now, like I said, I've been a PlayStation fan since 98, so I know they like to get a little crazy with with the charging and the prices. So I know this thing is going to be like at least $250, $300, and you just want me to have this streaming only? Like cloud-based only? Like, you any- no. Mm-mm. Why, why would I do that when I can just go get a Steam Deck and emulate stuff or play PC games? Like, Which is a thing you can do at Sony. So Listen, they should have just gave us a Vita 2 and called it a day. A Vita 2 with something that was as powerful as like, you know, maybe like the original PS4 um, before the pro, like Agreed. that could have worked. And, you know, have that cross compatible, like, look, it can play all your PS4 games. Like that would be worth the money. And you could stream like the PS5 games. Like I'm like, okay, that could work. And y'all can focus on making like smaller budget games for that. And I feel like right now, what I've been doing um, is I found my old Vita and it's modded now. So I've just been going through playing like all the games I never got to play on Vita and like old PSP games and like even older stuff like PlayStation, um, SNES. And there's like a Dreamcast emulator too now that I have to install. So that's really what I've been doing when it comes to games. Like I've been revisiting stuff that I either enjoyed as a kid or stuff that I never got to play because it was either always sold out or never at like blockbuster or hollywood video or anything so that's where i'm at when it comes to games like i hate sounding like that because it sounds like i'm so old and like over it and i'm really not (laughs) you're not because i I love gaming i've been game like i I had my first console when i was two years old didn't know what i was doing but i had mario and duck hunt same (laughs) for whatever reason (laughs) so like and then like even as a kid like, because I was the only child, and my mom was like, I'm not spending $50, $60 on games. <laughs> so I had, like, Sega Channel back in the day. So, and, like, now I have Game Pass, and there ain't shit on there that I really want to play. And I have, like, PlayStation Plus, like, the highest tier. um, Because, like, I somehow got grandfathered into that somehow. And, like, even there, like, there's not much that I'm seeing that I'm like, oh, wow, I, I must play that. <laughs> so... It's, I don't know, I'm, I'm sounding real, get off my lawn and back in my day. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't hear that, to be honest. I think you're just a genuine gamer who just wants quality over, you know, quantity. And I feel like all of it is just really going towards that, like, Fortnite game of service, games as a service route, which I understand on, like, some level, you want something that's going to continuously make these studios, make your studio money. I agree. Right. But why focus so much on spending all of this money on like triple a titles that are going to take years to come out like by the time we get something like the last of us three or even that last of us multiplayer game ps5 pro ps6 will be around and it's like that's a whole nother three four years you know so i would rather go back to I I, i honestly and i may get a little controversy from this from those of you who are gamers i will say the PS360 era was the last time that we had like really fun, unique games. Like you could mm-hmm. find a variety of games. Like I just remember shit, shit that I didn't even really necessarily like play all that much. Like what was it? Like Army of Two. Then there was like, oh yes, Army of Two was fun. Like yeah, there was a Splinter Cell series. There was like um, Shadows of the Dam, Lollipop Chainsaw, mm-hmm. like stuff like that where. 
it seemed like, okay, yeah, these games at the time were like really expensive to like make, I'm sure. But nowadays, I don't necessarily like graphics are great and all, but if you give me a really great looking like game that looks like it came from like the PS2 era or the PS3 era, I wouldn't care if the if the story was fun and if the gameplay was fun. I don't need everything to look photorealistic. Right. I just I just need shit to be fun. Like the yeah. photorealism's great and like there's always gonna be a space for that, but Sony, you want me to spend all this money. Like I was even looking at like a PS VR two, but that thing's like five hundred dollars. So I'm like, my console was only like what? <laughs> it's a lot. But mm, what, what were you gonna say before I went on my tangent? <laughs> no, I was just gonna say like I agree with you. And cha cha, I'm not getting a VR two until that thing is like two fifty. I'm Hello? just being real, cause ain't no fucking way I'm paying five hundred dollars. Buy, I'm basically buying another ps5 that that would be absolutely bonkers just to get motion sickness and fall over i'm not doing it <laughs> um just being real especially in my age child these needs don't work like they used to but let me tell you something it is what it is but um other than that um i've just been playing other things on the side to keep my peace um i played i've been playing zelda still since the last time we spoke to you lovely people, um, I have since got the game. Um, I'm literally at the end where you have to fight Ganon. And when I tell you this nigga is difficult, huh? they <laughs> made sure to boost it up and give you that $70 worth um, Nintendo. But again, I paid for 60 Ha! Huh? And let me tell you something. It was so insane. I, I haven't be beaten him yet. I haven't. And it's so difficult because he it does this thing. Um, if you haven't played it, uh, just turn back or turn forward. I don't care. Um, but basically, um, he does this thing where he attacks you and you basically lose hearts permanently. So you can't eat something to get your Ooh, shit back. Not permanently. That's it. Exactly. Yes, it's gone forever. And then he just... And then he'll just keep hitting you, keep slashing you until you die. And luckily, there's a checkpoint after this certain battle of just waves of enemies, but you have to reach there. But whatever you have after that, you have to carry it into the final battle. And luckily, I have over 20-something hearts. But child, when I tell you this man be slashing me, take four to six hearts at a time, it is hard. You got to parry. You got to have the reflexes of a cat. So I'm going to have to mentally train myself to beat this bitch. Because apparently he turns into a dragon at one point or something. So I'm like, I can't. I can't. It's too much. <laughs> but mm -hmm. <laughs> Nintendo, when it comes to these games, types of games, because, you know, Nintendo games barely go on sale or whatever. I can understand why, because these are some quality ass games. But at the same time, it, girl, if you want more sales, you have to start, you know, putting your shit on sale. Just saying, being real. Um, and apparently they said, sale, child. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's asking for a lot. Cause I think the guy who runs, um, Nintendo was like, uh, y'all not going to get that console on sale until like next year or something like that. I think that's what he said. So they're all about their coins. I, I can't be too mad. I, I think Pokemon just released a new update. So you, anybody who has Scarlet or Violet, you can transfer your old shit that's in uh, Pokemon Home into the, the new game. And I mean, obviously, since a couple years ago, they haven't allowed you to transfer everything that you used to have. Now it's just a specific ones that you can transfer, which I think is so fucking stupid. Um, because with the money that Game Freak and Nintendo have, you think they would make it possible so that everyone has a joyous experience. But now it's like limited to whatever game models they feel like they can create. And then they're just, you know run around with it for however long until the next one comes out but that that's just my whole rant on that but um speaking of niggas like and i need to get into my nigga shit real quick because yes i know i'm a gay man and there's a lot of you know stereotypes with gay guys in sports and they don't like them but me specifically i like basketball i like a well-playing team uh, passionate team and I'm from Florida so I feel like I'm obligated to support the Miami Heat and they're not shit people entirely so um, I love them um, with a passion you know they're not, it's not like their coaches Ron DeSantis thank God um, but Ooh. child I will break I will I'll bust in his ass another day because I have some words for that bitch but um, 
I am happy that Miami Heat have overcome um, the Boston Celtics and are going to the NBA Finals. I think this is the seventh time for the series. I mean, in this in their franchise history, I'm very proud of them. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Um, shout out to Caleb Martin, uh, Jay Cole's uh, uh, brother by trade or something like that. Apparently, he's the reason why he got the role on the team, which is so crazy to me. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just proud of my boys. And honestly, all you Boston Celtics fans, y'all can suck a tank because let me tell you something. Y'all are racist as hell. And frankly, I'm I'm surprised the players even play with energy because despite getting all those millions of dollars, I can't imagine playing for a bunch of white faces who call you racial epithets when you can't make a three. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Derek White, you can go to hell with your um ridiculous hairline and your bug eyes. Yes, I don't like you. I think you're an asshole. And you got what you deserve. And this is revenge for last year because y'all beat us on our home court in Game 7 and we beat you on your home court in a Game 7. So isn't that funny how the NBA likes to write scripts and tell stories? But um, I'm looking forward to the finals. I hope they beat Denver. I hope they get the championship. And that's that on that. Um, moving forward back to uh, the game mess. Uh, have you been watching Bad Boys? I am so behind. And let me tell you why. And this is a shitty excuse. Tim doesn't want to watch it with me because Tim's like, this is too damn ghetto. <laughs> like, I can't. Oh, my goodness. That's a bunch of messy facts. Oh, my goodness. But I'm Tim. like, Tim, <laughs> me and you both follow fight pages on Twitter. So what is you talking about? And we're going to watch it. I'm going to watch it anyway. But but tell me what happened anyway. So as of late, it's just been craziness all around. Also, before I get into it, I just want to say a quick shout out to Rasby. Um, that man is battling demons right now. I'm, I think he had like a, a, an unalive uh, scare where he was like literally threatening to jump off of something. That man needs to be, you know, rehabilitated and he needs therapy nonstop. Like I, I could not believe that this downward spiral like in, a, in less than like a week happened and i think his brother was updating his fans and friends and stuff like that um but he's okay right now but that was just really scary to see um i don't think he should have even been on the show in the first place personally but um to get back into the mess um yeah so orlando brown's ass um decided to call out rasby for apparently telling him about Chef D being mad that Kirion owed him some money and Prince owed him some money. And apparently Prince had a panic attack and he like curled into a ball and he was like, I can't take the stress. I can't take the drama. <laughs> and he was having a moment. And um, Chef D's big caked up ass was running around trying to chase bodyguards, trying to fight the bodyguards, trying to fight Kirion. And Kirion's too fast for him, of course. And no shade. And he was literally <laughs> mocking him. And he said, you want me to cash up to you? Because I'll cash up it to you. And he was like, yeah, my money. Oh, uh, and he was just trying to fight him at the same time. And Chef D, I understand you. Like, if he's like a black candy muse. Because every single time I close my eyes, it's like I'm hearing her. But at the same time, he also sounds like he's always eating some. No shade. But that's just my take on uh, Chef D. Um Ara, who I was originally scared of, uh, I feel like I resonate with him a lot, even though he looks like Pootie Tang to me. Um, he's very funny, um, but he's also very laid back and, and he always has the common sense answer. And, you know, Orlando was just being crazy and trying to fight people on the bus. And it was just messiness all around. And, you know, I'm going to continue to watch it because it's entertaining to me, but it's just like, Damn, all of y'all have some massive problems that y'all need to resolve, and you don't need to be on reality TV. But whatever Zeus is paying y'all, hope it. I hope it makes you comfortable. That's all I have to say. That's what I want to know. I'm like, what is the check looking like? Cause, baby, I heard I heard something about twenty five thousand dollars. I I wouldn't do it. Twenty five k a piece. You know that probably makes sense, and that's probably why Orlando is there. <laughs> They paid his. Oh, I know he needs that. Holding him a hostage, honey. Yeah. Okay. He he is a Zeus employee until further notice. He, he does. He jumps. Okay. You know, went and, and I mean, uh, you know, Natalie says jump and he says how high. 
that that's basically how it is because i swear they hate i saw the earpiece in his ear and she probably was like telling him what to do and what to say and he said yes ma'am so <laughs> um yeah that's been fun but yeah um i've been watching drag race too also and let me tell you something the white people are already at it and they're trying to make um jimbo out to be the clear front runner and winner but yet the whole purpose of the show is to have like a whole repertoire of skills and showcase them and yet the one most basic thing that drag queens do this bitch cannot even win a <laughs> lip sync yeah. battle or lip sync period so i'm just like you have you have you're funny you have looks with the budget that you have whatever caucasian money you have but you just cannot perform. And people think that this bitch is going to win when that's usually when the crowd comes down to it. So whoever's against you, I, I feel bad for you because, bitch, you, you're not a performer. You're just not. You're just the he-he person. <laughs> that's it. You're like a he-he person. That's, <laughs> that's so it. funny. I, I love Jimbo. I really do. But And I do think Jimbo will be a front runner. I do think like if Heidi stays, Heidi could easily, you know, it it could be Heidi, Candy, Jimbo. The verbiage on social media says otherwise. And maybe Jessica Wilde. And you know, Heidi, Heidi's gonna leave. Heidi already said she was gonna leave. Mm. I think Heidi's gonna go. I think Heidi's gonna be all like, I don't wanna do this anymore. Favoritism, da da da. Which all I have to say to that is it's all stars. And you've been on drag race once. You know the producers ain't shit. You know the producers ain't shit. Right. I have been watching Drag Race since episode one debuted in what? 2009? 2008? I, we know the shenanigans. We know the shenanigans. Sure We've been told the shenanigans. Like, Willem been spilling the tea since he got eliminated or disqualified. Yep. So, mm -hmm. I am just kind of like, if Heidi goes, I'd be very disappointed because... I think they, I know they have so much more to offer and they are one of the better queens there. But I also understand, like, if you don't want to play that in the game, then you don't play that game. I just get annoyed when people get on all stars and then quit. And I don't know, but I, I'm not in that position. So I don't know. But I do think I, I'm, I am rooting for Jimbo, even though he can't lip sync, but I would really love, for, <laughs> I would really love for Candy to win. Um, I just need Candy to get some shine and to win some challenges. And yeah, yeah. like this last, what was it? What well, not this last one, but the one where Jessica Wild won. Um, what was that? Two episodes ago. Yes. And like I love Jessica Davis. I don't think Jessica should have won that challenge. I agree. I agree with you on that. I think Heidi killed it. And yep. definitely should have won, but the fact that they just made her safe, I was so I was furious right along with it. Yeah. Um, and the, and the lip sync was okay. It was just a bunch of titties bouncing, but you know, Rue is a toddler, and Rue likes shiny, bouncy things. <laughs> true, true that. That's where we going with that. True. Yeah. Yeah, and that was sad. And usually, I don't cry when white people leave, but when that lady was like. It's always good to have kindness or something like that. I was just like, oh, God, cutting onions. I was like, oh, that's so sad. No. Um, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Drag Race is always going to have a turn, and I'm sure there's going to be a plot twist. I'm still rooting for my girl Lala Ree because I know Heidi's probably not going to stick around much longer, and I don't blame her. And she apparently, Heidi said that they were talking about black, just beat the black experience and dealing with um, racism and shit like that online. And, a lot of just conversations about that and apparently they didn't show it on untucked so maybe they'll show it next time if there is a next time for them to talk mm -hmm. but um that's just really interesting that you know all this tea is coming out obviously since it's been um um you know recorded but um you know i'm still always going to be a fan of drag race somewhat i mean i'm not as a hyper fan as i used to be but i still watch it casually i'm you know, it's a, pa a, a pastime that um, I'll always enjoy, with, especially with my mom. My mom is a big fan of Drag Race as well. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so, I always love Drag Race, too. And, like, hell, that's how we met, running mm -hmm. the largest Drag Race 
group on Facebook, RuPaul's Drag Race fans. And that shit, I think that was kind of like also another eye-opening situation too, mm -hmm. just dealing with all of those racist ass fans. And we were all pretty, pretty much all anyone that was not black. <laughs> yeah. And like, we would just block them and cuss them out and do all this other shit. And I haven't stepped foot in that group in like a good two years. I know I'm still an admin. <laughs> Same. Same. But Listen. It's just, uh, we've dealt with a lot when it came to that group. And I think between that and working with Flip Phone and working with all of those drag performers, I just got kind of like put off by drag as a whole. Even though I still love the art form of drag, I still have many friends that are drag queens. It's just a lot of people from that show and a lot of people who perform in general are just not good people. And okay. that's the unfortunate truth of it. Like there are some gems, some true gems of people that, you know, I know personally and people that I've worked with from Drag Race. And it's just like, okay, cool. But a lot of people just feel really entitled and I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Like I'm a person, like Kasha said, it's always good to lead with kindness and that's how I operate. And and you yep. know that. And then when you when I see people being mean, especially grown ass men and, and raggedy synthetic wigs, it just makes me angry. <laughs> yep. But it's also a conundrum because it's like right now, you know, drag is under attack it, and, you know, gay rights and trans rights, all of that's under attack. So seeing shows like Drag Race doing so well and, and how it's changed people's lives, I'm like, great. We need that. More people need that, you know, outlet. But it's like, why is that the only thing, you know? Why is that the only thing? And I just hate that something really so awful that has done a lot of damage and takes no responsibility, especially with all the racism and shit from fans um, online. I just hate that that's the one, that's the thing that people flock to and just all like, oh, it taught me how to accept my queer kid. Like, fuck off. Go read a book. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so, child, eh, anyway. Now, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, it is what it is with that. But um, the last thing I wanted to speak about is something that um is very uh, important to me. Um, and special that I've been working on as of late is just overall, you know, health and my my little fitness kick. Um, so recently, y'all, I have been, I have just been going through the motions. I think I saw gray hair like maybe two weeks ago and I had a panic attack, not even joking. And, you know, I'm like, no, I'm, not, I'm not even 40 yet. What's going on? And um, I just, I just, it's got a real eye opener. I was like, you know, I need to take better care of myself and stop stressing out so much so that these bitches stop coming in my head anyway. But that's not the only thing, you know, just overall feeling good about myself and just doing good. And I, I need to get back to basics because there was a time a couple of years ago and I was in that motion and I slipped out of it with depression and the shitty, you know, ex. And I'm being very transparent with y'all when I say that, like they were very you know mentally and emotionally abusive and um it fucked with me it fucked with me a lot so you know being in a new relationship and stuff like that and someone who's not going to shame my body or anything like that um it truly taught me um that i matter at the end of the day you know loving yourself matters at the end of the day so i've been on a water kick um, I've been drinking a lot of ice water. I've been exercising again and just sweating and getting back to my bad bitch status because even though to me, I look like a crackhead when I was skinny. <laughs> I mean, I did too, though. Like, I saw a picture of myself when I dropped a lot of weight in my 20s. And we we are just broad shouldered, you know, tall. The broad shouldered, yeah. So when we like I'm lose a certain amount of weight, our heads are too big. Like, <laughs> Jennifer Hudson was a good example. Like, oh, there she was giving that lollipop head. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. Like, think about me. And I'm so glad to hear that, you know, you're back on track because I'm trying to get back on track too. Um, yeah. I have a row machine here that's hard as hell. And I also have my weights, but it's just finding the energy to like get up and do something. Like, I think I'm really going to go ahead and just renew 
uh, go ahead and get another Planet Fitness membership and just start going in the middle of the night or early in the morning like I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that variety because Tim was like, oh, we could just get a Peloton. We could do this. We could do that. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, I need to get up and get out and do something too. Um, so I'm right there with you because, baby, if I'm going to be walking in this fashion event next year, got to look good. Got to get, got to reduce this chest and this gut. So. But child, let me tell you something. That's, that's my goal too because I will be walking. One thing my gay ass love to do at the end of the day is be a whole homosexual flaming flames at the side of my <laughs> okay uh and walk i love to walk i i love the ballroom scene um and things of that nature i just i just love being a whole fuck it okay darling i love it um it, it's it's a passion for me so yeah i'm i'm going to continue um talking to y'all about that um, and I want y'all to share with me if y'all feel comfortable, like about your stories and progresses um, that you or struggles, whatever you want to talk about. You know, feel free to email us and talk on the show. Um, hopefully, we'll have some guests soon. Maybe we can have like a little powwow about that. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I know you were talking about the only thing like I really wanted to add is like we really for all y'all listening because y'all do be listening. I see in the I be seeing the numbers. Mm-hmm. Please just write into us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want us to talk about. If you have a question, if you need advice, like this is very like we are your homeboys at the end of the day. Like your two favorite faggots. <laughs> yes. So just hit us up at radio at ariesfirebomb.com. Um, and yeah, let's talk. Like, even if you want to be a guest, I know like at least one person has uh, mentioned that they want to come on as well. We'll have to coordinate a time to figure that out. Um, yeah. But we are definitely flexible. Like we record, you know, on Tuesdays during the day, but we can always, you know, change that to an evening or whatever. To, um, how just to make it work for y'all. But and also like to go back to the fitness thing, you know, just like my girl Janet, who I am seeing tonight. Yes, finally. Uh, smoking up in here. <laughs> Y'all smoking up in here. Um, and I sure will have my vape pen ready to go. <laughs> uh, but no, like for real, like um, for me, like I've always struggled with, you know, weight and fitness. I was an athlete. I had like bulimia at one point and just really like had some very unhealthy relationships when it comes to like food and diet culture and working out and all that so we want to do all of that in a healthy way not necessarily you know working out and exercising and eating right to lose weight but just to feel better and to like be in a healthy space um because i'm i'm a big bitch i'm always gonna be a big bitch but i want to be a big healthy bitch you know (laughs) so Same. And, and that's all like Lizzo, I think, is doing an amazing job with that. Like she is who she is. She's like, I'm going to still eat, but I'm also going to show you that, you know, we can work out and we can move our bodies and we can do all of that and still be who we are. Nice, fine, thick, all that. And I love that. Um, and I love that younger folks are getting that message. Some older folks who needed that message, too. But I love how, like, we're in a generation now even though with everything else going on in the world, as shit as it is, we have people like Lizzo and we have all of these other people as well um, who are really out here showing like, hey, you can be proud of who you are in the skin that you're in and accomplish some amazing things. And I think that's something that we all need to hear because, you know, mental health is a fickle beast. One minute you will feel like you are that bitch and the other you will feel like the ugly stepdaughter living at the bottom of the well. (laughs) And... (laughs) You know, and I don't want that for any of us, even the people I don't like. I (laughs) like I want us all to, you know, at least feel our best. So I'm super excited. Um, I'm super excited for, uh, as we talked earlier, the fashion event that we have coming on, uh, coming up with Planet Firebomb. I finally got the grant check. So we are about to get to work as soon as this wedding is done. Um, I've there's three amazing diners, (laughs) three amazing designers that we're working with, um, who I'll be announcing soon. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in even like modeling and being one of the models and like strutting the runway with Brandon and the rest of us, 
uh, again, just hit us up. You can find me on Aries Firebomb. Y'all know that. Y'all know where to find me. Aries Firebomb. Or, you know, just hit us up again in the email at radio at AriesFirebomb.com. And I don't know. I'm just excited. I feel really optimistic to go back to what you asked at the beginning um, about, like, how everything's been going. And, like, I just want to repeat it. I feel really optimistic. Like, I am a person who really leans into gut feelings and right now no matter how hard i try and be like uh this is not working that's not working da, 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 da. something is all like no all of this is about to turn around in your favor so i'm like you know what ancestors god whoever is t- <laughs> is telling me this i'm gonna lean into it so yeah i love that for you i love that for us because you are part of planet firebomb too true True. You know, I, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Yeah, you'll get there for real. So on that note, like, yeah, that's all I had to say. My little spiel. would have. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to talk about as well. I'm just going to keep at it and, you know, go to this therapy sesh this week and try to see, you know, the brighter side of things. But I'm I'm going to I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to try to reach that level of bad bitchery that I used to be because you know that's who I truly am at the end of the day and I need to find that person because you know they went missing so and you know what and and you'll get there and like don't force it start with the little things start with the things for real because I I, one thing I hate is like the faux positivity movement I think that also fucked with people a lot and they Mm -hmm. have really be like no, no, it could be worse. Da, da, da. Like, yeah, it could be worse, but that don't mean you can't be upset right now. <laughs> so, right, I'm gonna be frustrated. Like, yeah. So, I'm I'm super proud of you and all of your growth you. that you have been doing. Proud you too. You're gonna be. Thank you. I know you're gonna be doing so much more, and I'm just excited. So, while you're out doing your workouts, and that goes for you or anyone listening, I just uploaded like four brand new mixes to SoundCloud. Ooh, y'all better get on that. So it's over 11 hours of music of me. Just some of them are practice mixes. So you'll hear me being like, what the fuck is he doing? But that's how that's how I like to upload my mixes. Y'all get the full experience, my fuck ups and my triumphs. So (laughs) so. that's it for me anyway. (laughs) All right, guys. So that has been another episode of Planet Firebomb Radio. Remember to share and write in you know, write comments, all that good stuff. And we will talk to y'all next time. Absolutely. Take care y'all be blessed and don't fight nobody. (laughs) Bye Bye, y'all.